I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now it's time for some cold, hard truth. As admirable as calling in may be, sometimes it doesn't work. It takes a certain level of empathy, maturity, and introspection to make it through these kinds of conversations, and not everyone is cut out for it. For some people, acknowledging their privilege and recognizing how their words or actions uphold oppression is too big of an ask. While I believe that anyone can grow and learn, I know that not everyone wants to. I'm sorry you feel that way will always be easier to say than, I'm sorry I made you feel that way, I'll do better. Even more cold hard truth, whether you're calling someone out or in, your relationship to that person matters. Both in how you decide how to act, are they worth the trouble, and in how to act. Uh, I mean, how they'll take the message remember the white guy who made the video explaining why shit white girls say to black girls wasn't racist a lot of people were rightfully mad about the implications of that post the idea that no one will listen when black people tell their own stories so white people have to speak for them unfortunately that white guy was actually onto something it's scientifically proven that people are more receptive to criticism when it comes from someone who looks like them in 2016 kevin munger a researcher at nyu social media and political participation lab decided he wanted to see if it was even possible to limit racist harassment on social media though they're getting better social platforms themselves are really bad at stopping their users from spewing hot bigoted bow into the world researchers sh- research shows that although banning users who harass other users it works in the short term in the long run it can actually fuel whatever behavior is attempted to curb getting punished whether by calling being called out or banned makes harassers feel victimized when they encounter the consequences of their own behavior some might call this kind of oversensitivity being a snowflake but that would be petty and we don't want to do that hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and Karen. we're live on uh monday of thanksgiving week getting closer and closer to turkey day mm-hmm. or friendsgiving or whatever you celebrate whatever indigenous you people's celebrate. week uh you know not telling you how to celebrate your ho- your holidays mm-hmm. you do as you do okay um but uh yeah so um you may or may not get a show tomorrow on wednesday we'll see um just playing it by ear mm-hmm. um you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt was from francesca ramsey's well that escalated quickly um and it talks about the difference between calling out and calling in and some of the consequences of having to deal with people in your circle that do something that you disagree with or find harmful and all of the complex uh nuanced way things you have to weigh in these relationships and and what to do yeah and how people have i've come to the conclusion that people's uh conflict resolution skills as an adult there's so many factors into how people deal with shit some Mm -hmm. shit comes from them being victimized as children and they never got over it some is they became an adult and realized how fucked up the world is and they they put a hard shell around themselves to, to protect themselves um and it's just one of those things that's really hard to navigate this particularly being in a marginalized group because you have all types of factors you have people that feel as though i've been oppressed all my life and i'm tired of being oppressed so fuck it like i have no there are people out there and i've seen them they have no compassion no sympathy no empathy towards anybody as far as telling them what to do when it comes to themselves 
mm-hmm. um and it's the system that creates this and 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 most people don't understand that but to be able to understand the other person's perspective a lot of marginalized people they, they just they just do not want to hear that they they they're, they're tired they're sick and tired of being sick and tired it's like a, a hamster running a running in that wheel like nothing ever changes and it's the same end result and i do understand that um but at the same time in order for change to take place that there has to be a reaching across the aisle Mm -hmm. and nobody ever wants to reach across the aisle everybody is sick and tired of being sick and tired and everybody wants everything to change but nobody's willing to reach across the aisle and actually put in the work sometimes that it takes and and the thing is it's not up to us all to do that. Somebody has to do it. But see, the funny thing about it is that when people do it, if they don't do it the way you think they should do it, a lot of people don't think you do shit. Don't, don't do anything. So you just doing anything is too much and you don't do it right. You know, people talking about white people, you know, get your white people. Okay. You have white people out here getting their white people and people complain about that, how you don't have black representation in the room. And I understand that. I completely do. But at the same time, this is the request that you asked. <laughs> You know, um, and, 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 and it's a very complex thing once you kind of get to the nitty gritty to that. Because no, the average person does not want to change. It is a lot easier, like you said, to be like, well, I'm sorry, sorry that happened to you. Then you know what? I'm sorry that my actions contributed to this because you could be in a marginalized group and still be an oppressor. And people don't be wanting to hear that part either. Yeah, I think it's interesting because that, con- the, the excerpt I read, it's kind of twofold on the one hand it talks about just this idea of calling in and we talked about that earlier this year about how calling in is something that people don't seem to value as much now they try Mm -hmm. to calling out is what everybody likes to do because that's outwardly shows how great of a person you are everybody sees it you know shares it everyone pats you on the back likes all that stuff but calling in is something that normally happens in private right sometimes most of the time you know sometimes in person things so there's no pat on the back for you is literally just i'm trying to salvage this relationship or i'm trying to educate you just as a human being as a human being and it would be easier um because a lot of times what people don't discuss is do things in public people get more defensive and they give less because right they feel like they're be there's also a element of public mockery and shame to it right um you know it's something i i really have worked on and tried to not do as much um especially the people i like if it's someone with that like they they're a fan of the show or they're following me because of something like that on social media i try to watch i try to i'm trying my best to do this thing where i'm assume positive motivations assign positive motivation to people other until otherwise posted like right until the rest until, until it's yeah. proven that that they're false you know and, I, mm-hmm. and it's exhausting because it is something is your brain at least mine when when someone does some weird wild shit to you it's like you just want to be like okay so you, so what you hate me like you, you just fucking come at me for no reason you know but anyway calling in is when you bring someone to the table and you're like let's have a discussion where i'm not trying to to use you as an example to point out how terrible you are how great i am let me try to talk to you as a human being let me try to talk to you as a and and find out why you did what you did find out what your motivations are and assume not assume that they're the worst motivations because it's easier to do that with strangers uh celebrities uh you know politicians stuff like that but we don't always do that with our family and stuff like that no and 
that i'm not saying that's good or bad necessarily but the way we treat our friends who make a mistake and the way we treat a stranger who makes a mistake are totally different right Mm -hmm. and so i love that she talks about the value of that relationship being a big factor people try to act like that doesn't matter like there's a lot of this and i think it's very performative but there's this idea of like someone makes a mistake we throw them away and so then it has to extend to your faves your friends so when your friends do this and it's like well i'm not going to treat my friend the way i treat a stranger correct and and most people aren't you know that's why you end up making so many excuses for people and shit because because you can't help yourself you wouldn't make those excuses for anyone but it's your friend you know and i'm like let's just be real about it how about we stop treating everyone like the enemy and when there's an opportunity we treat people like friends you know i'm not saying this is excusing behavior but you're saying when i find my friend wrong i'm not going to harass them into being right i'm going to talk to them i'm going to give them a chance to be to to fix that to to work on that to be you know to be educated so that was the first part the second part was about how people within a group listen to people within their group correct that's like you said that's an unfortunate part of reality but it's the truth you know we and and people will always be jealous of that ability mm-hmm. and people will always feel resentful of the privilege that people have on display there's people that hear me on our show that will listen to me say something because a man is saying it right and i i could literally be reading the words of a woman that i'm like listen this is the book that i got this from i was mm-hmm. educated by mm-hmm. reading this book about this woman from these women who wrote this book and people will be like wow rod that was so deep that you brought that up you know now that you said it i finally understand and that is fucked up you know there's people that listen to us and they're like wow this two these straight married people they talk about lgbtq issues and they sound like they give a fuck and they give us extra credit but also they also listen to what we say and go well i wasn't listening when someone trans said hey my life matters but i'll listen to a straight person say this person's life matters which is fucked up but if can i can i can i be so upset with how fucked up it is that i now say fuck that progress no fuck this person that was educated by this fuck the fact that they're gonna do better and that's how they learn Uh, something that i've benefited from myself something that you've benefited from something that every person that has any privilege on any level has benefited from you've had someone tell you a lesson that you couldn't receive from someone who did not look like you you know and it's and it's it's just the way the human brain works so yeah that was the second part of that that i thought was was really informative and and i think something people should think about before you know i'm not saying you gotta like support these people get behind them or lift them up but like you know it's like how people get mad at tim wise for existing it's like or john stewart or whatever it's like i don't know man like so would you rather him not say anything would you rather him shut the fuck up put the same people up there that no one's listening to like what would you what would you prefer because if it's all hands on deck i want all the hands on deck and i appreciate those who chip in same and the way as you get older you mature and at the end of the day you realize that you don't have unlimited amount of energy to spend in all types of shit so it's like what is you have an equation <laughs> and you want the on the result based off of the equation the, let's let's say you have racism is the problem x factor racism and you want to solve this problem and so you realize a 
i might not be able to solve this problem i might not be able to reach this person but if somebody else can fuck it you get the end result because the end result is next time i bump into the person that you might have touched with your words i can deal with less racism but people don't look at it like that and and the thing is when it comes to these things it is a slow process it's a slow process and nobody everybody wants this instant change everybody want white people to wake up tomorrow and ding dong the witch is dead and oh my gosh racism is over and and people aren't hateful and none of that but that's not gonna happen it's a slow change and each one teach one that shit is real because you have a lot of white people out there they do care they they do understand they know they've never been marginalized but they do understand and their understanding can be talked to family members and friends and their loved ones yeah and it, and i know you're saying white people are talking about racism right. but any person of any privilege Correct. like not just a race thing if you straight mm-hmm. if you're uh american right if you're like all if you're a citizen of the united states and your citizenship isn't being challenged like there's things where people have these privileges and these blind spots i guess uh i don't know what the right word the, the, these things they overlook that they just don't see you know and so it has to be you have to be made aware of it before you can even see it and many times you're not going to be aware of it from a person you're not seeing right so if you're not seeing someone struggle you're not seeing that person if you're not seeing that person you need to be made aware of it somehow how is that going to happen and in a lot of cases it's going to take that someone being that bridge you know so i think that's a a, a big thing um and i and i think people should stop downplaying that shit or you know i think part of it is jealousy and part of it is also scarcity economics like people really feel like there can only be one person and if this person is making money off of this then it's some type it's an affront to me because i'm i'm iced out of this as a marginalized person so like let's say um for example tim wise is speaking at a school well he's getting paid five thousand dollars for that or something where you're like well some black person didn't get that five thousand dollars that tim wise got and so then it's like we have to turn on tim wise i'd rather him not exist and for these people to essentially go uneducated because we know for a fact the people that show up for tim wise are not showing up for just a reg like a for a black person doing the same exact thing as tim wise right those white people wouldn't show up so if we want them to be educated we got to start with where they're at they're at i show up when white people come through town is where they're at right. now maybe the next time they'll be at i'm i'm, I'm ready to, to anyone come through town i want to see a black person talk about this cool you know and tim wise is well aware of that i, I keep using this nigga as an example i low-key do not even like know any of his work like that because I, I just because you know because it's not for me right not that's not a shade to him but Mm-mm. it's just like good i'm glad you're doing this work mm-hmm. uh i'll be over here minding my, my black ass business same but yeah i think part of it is like that type of thing and then you see like this highlander shit happen with these people where you know when i remember when ta-nehisi coates was you know on twitter and all this stuff a lot of his harassment came from people that black people that felt like they should have his platform correct and they would never say that it was jealousy Mm -mm. but you could talk to him or you could Mm -mm. see them talking at him and go oh you're jealous because white people are listening to him now right and you were only comfortable with white people listening to you and if and i swear to god if it would have been someone with your exact same set of opinions that they were listening to you would have still found a way to nitpick at them because they were only listening to one black person at a time and it's not you and so then it became the mission of let's get ta-nehisi coast ta-nehisi coast ain't never done nothing to nobody you know what i mean like all he did is exist and give his fucking black ass opinion he didn't even graduate from college like 
in all the measurable ways that these niggas claim you know to represent for blackness and shit there was a lot of there's also a little bit of jealousy at the fact that Tanasi coast was not through that elite system right and somehow managed to squirm his black ass way up in there and become like you know a lot of people's fave and, you know and then there's also just the fact that other people are still being boxed out and what it's like well now it's your fault black person it's like well all i did was get this all i did was was do my best then that's all i can do. i didn't sabotage anybody i didn't right. take like i didn't i'm not going at you i'm not trying to admonish anyone i'm not telling them not to invite you or mm-hmm. anything like that but there's this that's that's the 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 weight we put on shit like that so yeah i think that's one of the reasons you got people mad that you know how dare this white person explain this thing that a black person explained it's like well you kind of need the signal boost sometimes yeah and like you say the end result is nobody says nothing but that's where the fuck we are now yeah i'd rather scream into the void and no one hear me rather than someone else get you know get get the message across when i can't when when people won't listen to me it's like nah that person did listen to you and they went forward and did what you said you know it kind of is what it is so um and then of course there's also this thing when you talk about any level of either activism or some cause or something people get mad because it's like you ain't supposed to make money off of that at all at all my I, I just don't i've never understood that me shit. either i've never understood that you you would not if you showed up at your job my nigga and they'd be like i'm not paying for you you today you'd be like fuck that i mean activists got bills man it's just, come on and responsibility and kids and shit too yes yeah so anyway that was today butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look is in a book a reading rainbow i can't go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow all right um speaking of calling in ti we're on the red table talk oh i know you was talking about this i was looking forward to this so much Mm. that's one of my favorite shows y'all um you know another thing i like about that show man is um the the, well i'll get into it when i talk about this but so ti went on the show now they are friends uh somewhat now i don't know what friends means in hollywood it 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 can can literally just mean we cool we've been to a party together or it can mean we do dinner every weekend i don't fucking know but you know like will smith showed up uh and greeted ti and tiny because uh, it's a two-part show and part of the show is about ti's comments with his daughter and then it seemed like part two is going to be about ti and tiny's relationship and okay. cheating and infidelity and relationship struggles because you know jada love to, uh love to talk about that mm-hmm. she be she be low-key dragging herself and will uh in every episode about relationships because she's just out there putting it raw like listen we had the same problem let me tell you okay he was cheating like a motherfucker whatever like, i've been around a long ass time right let me tell you something okay i came in the house he was fucking two gardeners i'm like what what is happening like but she was she was like, ain't nobody perfect i'm just letting y'all know yeah like i, I low-key uh really uh really respect that but um yeah so ti came on the show uh will greeted him but then he was like all right i'm out you know and ti was like you ain't gonna stay he was looking for that black man um boost that black man charisma mm, boost he was like nope i'm gonna leave you here i don't blame will because one i doubt these niggas is that tight but then two um 
t.i the kind of person that'll drag you down with him like niggas do that all the time where they acting ignorant and saying something ignorant and then they look at you know how it is man you like i do i I don't want to i I don't know how that is i don't want to say that i don't know how it is but i also don't want to be caught looking like i'm co-signing what you're saying and i'm also not trying to uh be the the laughing joking buddy when it's a very serious conversation so i think will took his key to to exit he's like i gotta go film bad boys three come on um but let me take my trip back to the tyler Perry studio yeah whatever like whatever he working on right now he's like uh jim and i man too in theater soon bye come on, let, let me let me do another funny instagram right um but then uh ti goes on there and it's like willow couldn't be there for some reason um maybe she was traveling i don't know yeah she's performing this stuff yeah Yeah. so um it but it didn't seem like it was a thing where they said like we don't want willow in the room it seemed like her she just couldn't make it Yeah, scheduling um and i'm sure this was done on short notice since this nigga got in trouble literally two weeks ago so right she probably had already planned it was like we probably didn't plan on doing the show today that's probably what it was my favorite part was when he said you know i'm sorry willow couldn't be here and then jada was like oh it's probably best to, for the long run to be honest because i'm like yeah willow probably be a lot less like y'all aren't friends you know what i'm saying so she probably be a little less uh willing to hear you out you know what i'm saying and she is of that age where the things you said are affect her and i think I also like jada talking about how will has said and done stupid shit around the house about gender because he's a man and he don't know right you know like a large part of the conversation was about how much men just literally don't know about women about their own daughters their own family Mm -hmm. their wives and how much privilege they have to sit around thinking they can dictate to women without thinking about it and knowing anything about that struggle not even educating themselves right it's it's and and the thing is is men that actually out there you want to be the quote-unquote head of the household but you don't even know how a fucking woman's body functions you don't know where clitoris is you know you don't know any of these things but yet you're going to tell me and it's, and it's one of those things well i'm gonna tell you what you know i'm an individual person you know i was somebody before i met you nigga right you know i have a voice and views and, and shit like that you know but it's one of those things particularly with uh willow because they allow willow to speak her mind so i'm pretty sure it's gonna be wow that's what we gonna do and and then she probably would have went off that's my favorite thing about willow though she don't really go off on people i mean she's a lot like her mom where she'll just like be calmly kind of call you out but she she be making the best fucking faces yes she does they be the best she had the best like this motherfucker right here okay um but yeah so um so they did they it was like 22 minutes you know of course like two or three minutes is an intro to what the fuck he said and why it was a problem and all that shit like that um and so it was jada her mom tiny and ti sitting at the table and um they basically got into the comments and wanted to know what was he thinking because you know they kind of started from a place of like look if this idea of protecting a girl's virginity and is like essentially you're controlling her right you're like you want to control your daughter and control her virginity and stuff and that's not okay and you know uh jada was trying to give them somewhat a benefit of the doubt because they are friends and 
you know i'm sure this last two weeks he's just been inundated inundated with like all kinds of motherfucking comments from the internet you know obviously some some well-meaning and a, and a lot probably not, you right. know like once it's a joke it's a joke once it, once we roast him we roast him um it sounds like he has seen a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. um his daughter told him not to comment on it according to him so he says that's the reason he hasn't spoken on it for two weeks yeah because um, she's like this is this is too much yeah he's like i just been sitting back you know taking all the the fire or whatever he's like and that's okay that's what i could do blah 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 you know um and he's like but now she's giving him other directives he said directives to to do some to to respond or to go out and try to explain this thing his big conceit was he was joking i heard the clip i don't think he was joking but that's just my personal opinion not knowing that man right that's my personal opinion. i don't think yeah I, he he was serious i i think he wasn't joking um but you know what if uh deja would have come out and say yes he did those things and that's exactly how it went down then i would uh then i would you know like basically unless somebody else comes out and says for sure he's lying i'm not gonna call that man a liar it just i don't think he's joking it didn't sound like a joke to me it's or if it was a joke it sounded like he was embellishing the truth like yes i do go to my daughter's physicals with her yes i do try to ask about her sexual um her sexual uh activities or lack thereof you know what i'm saying it felt something like at least on the original comments it felt something like that on that podcast uh which they took down um so for to me it's like once he said that if that's your friend and you do believe him it changes the whole tenor of the conversation because me as a stranger i'd be like i don't know man i think you lied you know and now now we got a problem right he probably don't even want to do the rest of the show if i call you a liar to your face like that so um to him to him he was basically like i was joking and how i couldn't believe people would take what i said so seriously and i'm realizing now what i stepped myself into by you know speaking on this and not fucking knowing not knowing how real this was for a lot of women not knowing how big an issue this was for my own daughter who you know he didn't have to care yeah who was clearly upset by it so um i don't know if uh i don't know if deja's even spoken on it i know she had favorited some people's tweeting about it but i haven't heard that she actually came out and said that anything publicly right um i felt like he meant it um but but you know it, it, by to a certain extent though some of the shit he said was so over the top that maybe he was joking like you know uh i say doctor appointment tomorrow put a sticker on your door say we're going to the gynecologist and all this shit i don't know you know what i'm saying like because tiny said voice and why does he not seem to care as much about his boys sexual activities and he was like well protection because think about if if my daughter gets pregnant everything in my house changes immediately but if my son gets somebody pregnant nothing changes in my first nine months and i was like that is some real stupid logic a lot of people feel like that though (laughs) it's it's people that feel like that like he's saying the dumb shit that everybody actually a lot of people believe that a lot of people believe that shit that's why they get on their girls asses and don't give a fuck about what they boys doing yeah that shit sounded real stupid because it's like so essentially what you're saying is if my son gets someone pregnant i'm not doing anything for the girl who got pregnant the mother of my grandchild at all until she has that baby 
that's what you're saying and now in all fairness that's reality for a lot of people so before we get all carried away a lot of people went through pregnancies just fucking like that where some dude was somewhere either not telling everybody or ignoring or denying you and you're pregnant with this person's child and they whole family on some like well fuck that person till that baby pop up we ain't addressing shit so it's a very common thing that happens right. it don't mean it's okay but it ain't like it ain't like ti's out here on motherfucking uh mm. an island by himself it's a lot of trash motherfuckers not just men there's a lot of trash motherfuckers that think just fucking like that when their son gets somebody pregnant right we'll absolutely fight a, we'll be ready to fight some little girl mm-hmm. over that shit demanding dna tests and blame, shit like we'll that. blame the girl right well i, I mean some your fast ass like that boy didn't put his dick in her right so many how many of how many girls are scarred as you know from when they were children from women that told them about being fast and trapping boys and shit like that and it's like your son and like we it wasn't i didn't rape your son so how is he getting away with this because we definitely have double standards for boys and that seems to exist in ti's household you know um i also noticed that tiny didn't really say a lot in the show she did bring up the difference between the boys and the girls though um or kind of you know kind of co-sign that um but um the other thing that i just never thought i'd ever see in my lifetime um that i really was shocked that they got out of him because it wasn't a contentious interview it was very uh very civil they were friends so or are friends so it was very friendly Mm-hmm. um they were still funny you know it's kind of like right. our show you know like it, it could be a serious topic and you still get some jokes in right um but uh one of the things the that i never thought i'd see was he admitted that he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about and i i honestly never thought i'd see ti say that because he always got some fucking like i like y'all don't understand indubitably you know whatever big word you know vocabulous listen uh tenacious uh ridiculous or whatever and it's like dog do you like they said you know you're you're talking about a system that was set up over under patriarchy and he's like patriarch i'd heard that word but what is that and i'm like i absolutely believe ti doesn't know what the fuck that really means because because some, somebody was like all them big words he knows and he don't know what that means i'm like well think about it how many white people don't know what white privilege means right like they've heard it but when you talk, ask a white person about white privilege that really hasn't talked about that concept 99 percent of them will say something like i grew up poor right they don't know because they don't have to think about it because it doesn't affect them in any negative way and patriarchy doesn't affect ti in a negative way i'm sure he knows about white supremacy and a bunch of other fucking topics that he loves to talk about and espouse uh you know like pontificate on the shit but you know he ain't about to fucking uh <laughs> you know he you know he ain't fucking with that fucking that pay he has never had a debate about patriarch because that's the other thing he don't really debate women he don't debate feminists he don't debate mm-hmm. scholars like right. this is not his world he debates candace owens you know what i mean this is not a dude sitting around you know um you know doing that kind of shit so i i i, I li- when he said that shit i was just like what he he doesn't mean he don't know what the fuck he talking about the other thing he did was uh he tried not to he didn't really double down i, th- I really thought he was gonna 
probably just be like listen i said what i said you know kind of thing you know i'm trying to protect my daughter y'all you know y'all don't want black men to be in their daughter's lives i thought he was gonna do some shit like that and while he did have some hints towards like well what am i supposed to do because i care about my kids and right um it's like y'all want me to just like shut the fuck up pay the bills and not have any say so over my daughter meanwhile uh, my wife could be like or her mother could be like you can't wear your hair this way you can't get earrings you can't do this so she can control her body in a way that as a man if i say the same thing like i don't well i don't want you out here wearing this and doing that i'm like then i'm the bad guy and i like that they kind of broke it down where they were like well you do have to leave it up to the mother because i've been a woman so you have to just understand you don't know and like i said he conceded a few times like oh yeah i don't know and now i don't know what to do because you know i feel like there's supposed to be some action i'm taking and it's like no the mom like let the woman who has lived a woman experience or feminine experience or however you want to term that let her talk to her daughter about her own her body her sex uh life her you know the responsibility of all this stuff like let let someone who's gone through it because if not you just like a overbearing controlling ass nigga whether you whether you're doing it out of a good place where you just want to protect your kids and this is what you know or not you know another thing he brought up was he was scared for her to have sex because he thought um at the end once you have sex your childhood is over and he wants her to he wanted her to have a you know a to to still be a child and enjoy the 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 you know whatever the lack of responsibility that childhood brings now i like that he brought that up only because he then relates it back to his childhood where he says you know growing up poor in the ghetto his whole childhood he spent being really not having one because he was just trying to figure a way to get his mom out the hood hence drug dealing and all that other shit that he mm-hmm. got into um and it and it kind of clicked with me like i can see why he's so in his mind he thinks he's being a a protective father by saying be a child as long as you can be even if i have to make you be a child because in his mind the responsibilities of adulthood there's no fun there it's not you know in his mind i'm not saying that's fair right but he clearly probably associates that shit with the trauma of his childhood and how everything was just you know something that was gonna kill you or get you in trouble yeah it's not all terrible but yes it, it, yeah. it, it, it is something different and it's and it says something too to like generational trauma for black people because mm-hmm. even when one of us quote-unquote makes it that survival mode that mechanism is still in you that's one of the reasons that i get what these like scholars say about like black capitalism and why jay-z ain't shit and i still go but jay-z's a fucking 45 year old drug dealer like right like none of this was supposed to happen for jay-z he was supposed to get killed at 20 before 21 like the rest of us so all this is uncharted territory and he's gonna figure some of it out and he's gonna get to where you want him to be on certain shit and he's gonna not get to where you want to be on certain shit because none of this was supposed to happen it wasn't in the plan for america or for his life personally people i don't think people can relate to that because we get to sit back read all our textbooks and fucking judge these people like we're all like road scholars or fucking working you know we're all academics and their life is just not that right and then you do have not always but then you do have people that black people that quote unquote make it and like you say get to uh the other side and then they have to deal with all types of stuff 
uh Kendrick Lamar had a song where you're dealing with uh survivor's remorse where you made it out other people didn't right. so you're dealing with the guilt of that and we're not talking about people that necessarily are coming at this from this academic on high standpoint that a lot of the people right. that i see talk about these things come from you know like yeah okay well look me with my five degrees let me break down how this works and it's like okay ti is a a felon is ti is an ex-con rapper drug dealer who got rich as a businessman but he might not be as woke as you want him to be and he may never be as woke as you would like him to be correct that doesn't mean this conversation is fruitless because he won't make it just because he didn't make it over to now i'm the new melissa harris perry doesn't mean the conversation was fruitless a big step of all this to me was him being like i don't know what the fuck i'll be talking about when it comes to women okay step one now look maybe he walks out that room and he never thinks about this shit again right maybe he goes back to his privilege back to his you know look i you know i that was all just pee off i don't give a fuck about this and and maybe it's over for him or maybe it's step one on a path to learning some more shit you know yeah, because everybody had to start somewhere and that's the thing that people have a tendency not to want to understand yeah you didn't ha- always have the knowledge that you have you the knowledge that you have today you didn't it took years and decades to get to the knowledge to learn to uh, uh, uh piece things together to live life to go through all these different experiences and the thing is is that you were allowed to do that and so i feel like people need to allow other people the ability to grow and learn and evolve and change yeah and i think when you talking about a man that has dealt with 39 years of ingrained taught and um exercise misogyny right he's not gonna quote unquote get it in two weeks mm-hmm. you know um and if he did y'all would just say it was fake correct you wouldn't believe that shit if he went on there and said all the right woke shit and was like i'm calling out my fellow men everybody would call him fake i remember when jay-z put out that 444 album and these motherfuckers was like fuck him he so now he gets to come around fuck him and it's like yeah y'all like even when someone's saying the shit you want niggas to say you don't you're not done with the trauma you've experienced correct so so now this person has to be an avatar for that trauma too and now they're taking on uh they have to take on a place uh where they're the enemy still even when they're trying to do what you told them to be go educate yourself on this Mm -hmm. go learn about this what about your feelings get therapy you know and when jay-z's on there coming out as pro lgbtq issues and talking about how he didn't understand how big a deal it was for his mom to be able to come out to him at fucking 50 you know when 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 he's talking about you know how infidelity hurt his family and how he didn't realize that a lot of that was because of his own internalized trauma about you know his appearance and his lack of worth because that was one of the reasons that he did surround himself with wealth and and um drug dealing and women and all this shit like this is work that people claim they want to see people do Come on. and they also want to see people use their platforms the creativity to spread this word and to educate other people and yet when you saw black men be celebrating it and being like yo you know he made me think about this people were mocking that shit like oh so now you think about it so when other people talked about it, it's like oh so this is more about the jealousy this is more about the resentment and the anger you can't even allow people to have the moment you claim you wanted them to have right well then i look at you and 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 in the reality i'm like well then 
you didn't really want this then did you what what did you want right so what i was kind of i'll say optimistic about is that ti in this situation did basically admit i don't know about this shit and it's okay not to know and 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 i think we just don't understand how much easier and tempting it would have it the normal route is you just double down and normally you don't pay a cost for that and let's be frank he's not gonna pay a cost for that everyone that listens to his podcast gonna keep listening to his podcast everybody watches reality show gonna keep watching reality show everybody listens to his music gonna keep listening to his music everybody that supports him already in the ways that they support him they're going to keep doing these things so he really had nothing to gain here he could have just been like man fuck that i said what i said so y'all don't want black men to protect their daughters that's what's wrong with y'all blah blah he could have said all that shit and nobody would have checked him nobody would have said shit people would have been canceling him on twitter and then laughing at the next episode of his fucking reality tv show that they can't stop watching like he could have gone that route i was a little bit optimistic not i won't say hopeful but like okay i didn't see that coming and i think part of the reason he even admitted that fragility is because of the people in the room weren't attacking him correct and you know twitter and and social media we want these people to be avatars for us like they're not people they're not friends they're not humans we just want them to attack him and drag him the way that folks been doing for two weeks as opposed to being like i'm gonna talk to you like uh like you had good intentions i'm gonna talk to you like i know you i know other parts of your life than just that comment that you made on a podcast i know that you your story i know your family i know how you are about your kids and how you know like they wanted someone to be like nah fuck that shit you know i'm burning our friendship in front of everybody for everyone else high five me i'm so woke that i said fuck ti to his face high five and i love that jada and them don't do that kind of show yeah and also the thing is we live in a society particularly with men straight men they are actually brought up to actually have an answer to everything men not knowing is a motherfucking problem in a lot of households Mm -hmm. and that's stressful because nobody knows the fucking answer to everything men are actually quote unquote supposed to be the problem solver a problem comes up i'm supposed to solve it but sometimes that's a problem because sometimes particularly i know me the way i function i might come to roderick and i'm talking to him about something i actually don't want him to solve it sometimes i'm actually talking out loud trying to figure it out and me talking out loud just having him listening trying to figure out i will come to my own result but because men are taught if something comes to me something comes at me i've got to solve it i got to fix it i got to make it right i got i got and so it's that impulse and the misogyny has taught them to be like that Mm -hmm. so that's why people double down that's why people say fuck it i said what i said because you cannot never be in a position where you don't know because not knowing means that you're weak not knowing means that you're not a man not you know like this shit is tied to your manhood when it went when it literally shouldn't be and also this is why a lot of men don't depend on their women who might actually know and who might actually be smarter in these areas they won't even consult them because in their minds i shouldn't have to ask my woman for help i shouldn't have to lean on her i should just have all the answers and i know that fucking gotta be stressful and of course there's more to every story so you know 
i'm assuming if deja says something if her mother i know her mother kind of says some stuff i guess people were saying on instagram about narcissists and stuff so maybe she's saying that he's one which you know would not be shocking um let's be frank um so i i'm assuming that more information will come and we'll see other sides and more information because he could have just been up there lying like shit thinking it just made him look good and the whole time it was all just a hustle you know what i mean like i don't i don't know i just know the product that i saw i was like that's about what i expected i did not expect a 39 year old man to undo all of that misogyny in two weeks and then start hitting us with woke talking points and i also didn't expect jada and uh, the women on the show to lose the soul of their show and just go out there for 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 likes and shares and and be out here dragging this man um which let me tell y'all something on the creative side of this shit the reason that's really a no-go more so than just the fact they're probably you know somewhat friendly right um who the fuck else supposed to come on the show when it's some shit that pop off if you're the show that cuss people out and drag them for entertainment yeah nobody's like, coming on to your show same basketball wives like i think i look at shit differently also because we create content right you don't do these adversarial interviews with people that you know you want to advertise to other folks please come on my show you'll get a fair listening you'll you know i'll we'll hear you out we'll we'll try to understand you can't like then then, okay then you never have a guest again like the whole fucking show is us and a guest so so if it turns into people fuck up and keep in mind you only want it with the people you want it with you don't want them tough questions when it's jordan woods you don't want that you want a pr thing you want them to lift up jordan woods and black womanness and say nothing you did was wrong even if you did kiss this woman's baby's father or whatever the fuck it's not your fault you the victim in all this like let's keep it 100 like that's not the show they do they don't do the setup show so Mm-mm. the fact that people keep turning on a uh, red table talk as if there's some type of bad crew of women is ridiculous they do what's true to themselves which is having an open place where they share being wrong they share mistakes they share the struggles they went through all the shit that motherfuckers get on twitter and facebook and all the shit and never share all the right. shit all the shit that we share all the highs none of the lows all you know or all the lows plus a gofundme link you know what i'm saying like it it ain't exactly like people giving you the representation they want you to have and in this case it's like they get a little more deeper and real than that and they put a they put him on the show and it seemed like next week it's gonna really get real because they're asking them about cheating and all this type of shit so we'll see how that goes we will see and even with all this time will tell and and that's the thing that and that's time is what nobody wants to wait for right only time will tell if he's the truth if he's telling the truth only time will tell if the action will change only time everybody don't want to give nobody time but they want all the time in the world i think also this shit just reflects so many complex relationships that people have had with their own fathers their own parents their own daughters all this shit and of before anything um if anything was served by this conversation to me it's not really ti who got off easy or better i don't think i don't think anyone who feels like uh he went on there and um like no one who was like mad at him saw that interview and went now i'm not mad at him right and anybody's rooting for him like like people's views don't change so i don't think that's what happened from what i saw but what i will say is there may be somebody 
who watched that and was like i have not thought of this this way because uh while, while everybody's sleeping on like what did to y'all say or you know well that's the whole like point to them to me i'm like i watched three women advocate three black women at well really two because tiny didn't say much right but i watched jada and her mom kind of play good cop bad cop the mom <laughs> mama jada don't play she was just asking straight up questions like uh so did you think about this like you know but not angrily but just kind of right. like like you might be jada friend you're not my friend why wh- why you do this you know but um what i watched was three well two and a half maybe because to y'all tiny didn't say much but i saw them advocate the other side of the thing which is what everybody wanted because the other two women that weren't black that sat up there and laughed at the shit when he said it on their podcast there was no other side they just let it slide like that's what daddies do haha <laughs> ti so quirky and they were being like where does this impulse come from like let's get beyond whether you did what you did was right or wrong and talk to about the real impulse what are you trying to do are you trying to protect her are you trying to control her okay you're trying to protect her they got on the work through that okay now where is this protection impulse coming to her because do you not understand how your protection is controlled you know and then he's getting into like the other levels of like okay so when a woman does something like this for her daughter is that not control and you know with her hair and how she uh she can't cut it she can't die she can't do this and it's like well for a woman that's lived that life uh she has a different understanding for her daughter than you do so you haven't actually experienced it and then also why are you afraid of your children having sex what does that mean why are you more afraid for your daughter having sex they they got to the questions i want to answer and like i said it might not have been the woke answer that everybody wanted to hear but i it seemed to come from a place of somewhat um realness because i've seen a lot of people think that way yeah and it's also one of those things when when the internet is mad they don't want to hear anything like people yeah. people would not admit this when their internet is mad and internet is in its feelings the logic is out the window um you know being rational is out the window you know those questions which they had they don't give a fuck about them being answered you know is i just want you to go up there and smack a nigga in the face right. and you're like okay they want a show what they want was, entertainment what was that supposed to accomplish right and and and, and the other thing it sound like too like his daughter was really hurt by this and subsequently that that's what really shut him up because he's like people talking shit about me on the internet these weirdos and shit he's like i don't care that doesn't bother me he's like matter he's like i apologize to my daughter i apologize to tiny i apologize to you know the women that were hurt by that but like people just dragging me on the internet he's like i could have been said something back to them but i didn't because my daughter's actually hurt and so now i'm gonna be up here looking like you know i don't want to be insensitive to her because clearly i was wrong and right. i fucked up and i was wrong for talking about it in public i was wrong for making jokes about it if he think he was joking um and all that shit so i don't know we'll see man yeah and it's one of those things where something i had to get over he looked at his daughter as a person so he looked at his own individual daughter and he had compassion mm-hmm. for for a woman said okay i might need i might need to change my behavior based off of how my daughter feels and i hope the end result will cause him to change his mind about other women outside of the women 
you yeah. know related to him because it starts there right right and that, that now, easy to do your family right like i like for me that that used to be what i used to rail against right. i'm like the fuck is this if you not related to me or fucking me you it don't mean you don't give a shit about me you mm. mean me but for a lot of men that's yeah. that's how it is if i'm not fucking you or you not related to me i give zero fucks about you woman yeah um all right other news jesse smollett is suing the city of chicago for malicious prosecution i mean he probably has a case because it is the kind of thing uh, you know what i don't know beautiful gowns beautiful gowns you know what I'm, I'm gonna be real i actually don't know i actually don't know what to say on this because did it seem like the 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 case to try to bring him to quote unquote justice went like went too far they could have just dropped it at some point yeah they could have but they opted not to and his thing is i paid my fine i did everything y'all told me to do but y'all just kept at it it's like y'all need to fucking quit yeah so but beautiful gowns to them all i wish them well yeah he's being sued by the city of chicago so maybe this is just also a way to like counter sue mm-hmm. you know his legal team believed the ten thousand dollars he was mandated to pay after the criminal case against him was closed should prevent the city of chicago from seeking reimbursement for the police investigation oh that's right because they also want to get money back for the actual time and the stuff right and that's where he's like no no we, we're we not doing this and it's it's the thing where y'all both was wrong and so, the other thing about this that i'm this detail i'm sorry but he, like i've seen people still try to like ride out the i believe jesse he he was lying mm-hmm. he wasn't lying, he was lying and the cops and these two brothers set him up mm-hmm this detail he still insists that the primary attacker was a white male the actor maintains that he doesn't know what involvement if any that the brothers had in the attack i'm i don't know dog like that's that's one i'm just like them two big niggas is not white nobody confusing them for white nobody it would take a hell of a setup between them coordinating with the police to frame jesse molette for a fake hate crime attack yeah cause they're in like, the middle of the more at three in the morning on a train station that they had went to before yeah, they're like all this evidence they was like you did this bullshit like damn bro i i don't know man i i mean i can't possibly understand maybe his career is just so on hold he feels like if he don't get exonerated right he it, might not that, never be able to work again yeah but mm-hmm. my god bro just yes. let it go that's my thing beautiful guys just let it go just like let you, it go let it go like unless you got an evil twin brother or some shit man i don't see how you getting out of this one biden says america needs to keep punching at the problem of domestic violence Joe Biden started, huh? Okay. Joe, <laughs> Uncle Joe, that's y'all fave. Y'all remember? Yeah, he had Obama's back. Y'all love Uncle Joe. Now black people trying to act brand new on Uncle Joe, huh? Now y'all don't want to admit that, that that's y'all fave. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. Mm-mm-mm. That is so sad. I am deceit. Right! Domestic violence? What the fuck? It's during the debate. He said, No man mm-hmm. has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self defense, and that rarely ever occurs. 
and so we have to just change the culture period and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it (laughs) i understood what he meant but no no what what are you doing these gaffes was cute when uh he was vice president huh come on because each gaff meant like well they can't kill obama now like (laughs) he's good well you gonna put this nigga in front of you uh-uh obama is safe but uh yeah that's just not good Hmm. phrasing means things yeah keep punching at it Keep, he must have said keep swinging on them right no man has the rights or the lefts in my opinion <laughs> to be hitting these women okay oh we need to put our foot in the ass right of this abuse really just giving america a black eye right now i mean just uh why is everyone booing me during my domestic violence speech guys come on please i mean just smack it in the face yeah i'm really taking this seriously right now um spotify i mean just stab at the heart of the matter right man joe biden right how the hell is he still leading with some people you know why because every all these motherfuckers don't like somebody and i think joe is just coasting by on the fact that everybody's like sniping at all the other candidates that seem to be better than joe correct so hard right i mean maybe he is gonna coast to a win i don't know because you know name name a candidate and some woke nigga will pop out of the bushes and tell you why the fuck they ain't shit i don't care who it is they'll be like nigga let me tell you what they did five to ten years ago yeah like i'm not even fucking um arguing with these people i don't talk about these candidates with these people but Mm -mm. all of them hate everybody except the one person they like and there's a lot of them that have just a different person you know it's if you say elizabeth warren let me tell you what she fucked up burn it she didn't denounce uh, uh some country you never heard of and this this person that this the, they had a such and such cool over there the, by the right wing and nobody i'm like none of us know the politics of that country mm, except you none of that us. disqualifies her from office yep only bernie could do it then you'd be like okay well i guess it's bernie then and somebody pop out of nowhere and be like this motherfucker right here voted for the crime bill and he ended you like okay all right i'm off of bernie i'm off of bernie you guys are right i don't, I don't know what i was thinking uh, elizabeth warren that bitch used to be a republican get the fuck out of here pocahontas oh they sound like you sound like uh trump but okay cool cool i don't want no smoke <laughs> i'll just move to pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. don't know black people like him not in his own state not in his own house no <laughs> black people fucking hate that man right every black person no one's voting for him okay all right well i don't want to be over here by myself as on the island of pete Buttigieg. um i guess i go with uh i guess i go with bernie uh what i say bernie i go with kamala harris you mean cop mala the prosecutor mm-hmm. okay all right so not cop mala i okay so all right i'm gonna go with um bloomberg nigga he he's just a billionaire republican shut the fuck up okay you know what i don't want i mean he was stopping and frisking that too long yeah ago. i don't you know i don't want uh stop i don't want that i don't want no problems with that you know i'm gonna go okay who's this woman over here tulsi gabbard nobody heard of her i'm gonna go with tulsi gabbard uh she's a republican she was anti-lgbtq back in the day and she's friends with Assad. okay you know what i don't even know who Assad is Mm-hmm. but it sound the way i'm from the context clues i'm picking up from the anger in your voice 
i'm not supposed to be okay with that shit so i'm not fucking with her oh. on no levels Corey. okay Corey booker. So i'm gonna go with cory booker okay because you know he like obama light nope uh cory booker you know first of all first of all cory booker is uh, uh beholding the big farmer okay he ain't real okay fuck and he don't that. tie his shoes right what? he's dating rosario dawson because he gay secretly okay you know what i didn't know Yang. all that i didn't know all that stuff i'ma just go with andrew yang oh you mean the dude bro he's always be cousin and talking about uh some type of uh universal income that shit ain't gonna help nobody make the, the, the economy will implode with universal income give me a thousand dollars fuck andrew yang okay cool cool i'm gonna go with the nigga from starbucks oh a billionaire <laughs> billionaires not people motherfucker you really over here room for billionaires he's a capitalist okay my bad I, I i thought he was gonna get the money out of politics and into starbucks holiday cups i'll throw my dead body okay you know what uh how many more of these motherfuckers is it in here that i could keep talking about yes, because I, I think i've gone through at least 15 uh what about this klobuchar lady you mean that unfunny mean bitch lady she always nasty and rude to all the people in her campaign and that worked on her staff she can't keep no friends we don't want to add nasty rude president you know what man maybe hillary should just run again then they just shoot me in the head because right all, all these motherfuckers it's all of them got something and one of them got to be the person i think biden gonna cruise through i really I do i do too i hope he don't i really hope he don't because there are a lot better candidates than him but everybody's like we sniping everybody else out i don't even think biden's in my top 10 he's not like I'm, like i'm not i shouldn't say 10 but it's probably top 10 dog like he he gonna end up winning because niggas is eating everybody up because like these arguments uh online and and they make and now we're at this stage where the online arguments make it to social media and then they, i mean make it to uh tv and then they make it to the debates right. which is the most unhealthy thing i've ever seen there we should not be trying to find a politician who can win twitter right Tw- twitter is this listen be mad at obama if you want to but he's fucking right twitter is his own reality yes it is the things that work on twitter and the things that work when you tell a group of people in real life aren't always they don't always agree yeah because you talk to people in real life who i don't know who the fuck at at 10253 is who the fuck is that and then seeing like the fact that twitter and the shit facebook these things are easily infiltrated easily easily uh have uh hacking and um fake accounts and stuff like that Mm-mm. and 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 you know what uh i, I think some, i've seen an article or something online and they were saying about how people are want the debates and they want the people running to be entertaining their job is not to be entertaining right the, the fact and, that we want them to tweet come clapbacks to trump and shit and that's how we measure if we gonna vote for them or not it's fucking insane their job is not to goddamn entertain you and that's the thing everybody comes for entertainment they're not really coming to actually listen and to hear and to be educated and to make a value decision this is boring you're not entertaining me bitch their job is to run a fucking country their job is not to entertain you like i'm not like i i I understand what people are saying about like the different issues they have with candidates and shit but like i swear to god trump said something stupid and then up and down the timeline you just see people retweet their favorite candidate quote tweeting trump and saying some sassy shit to him and i'm like yeah this probably plays well on twitter but like that should not be the job of the next president of the united states 
how well did i do on twitter i'm not saying twitter doesn't matter because obviously trump is on twitter but the fact that trump is doing well on twitter should tell you more about twitter than it should tell you about being president of the united states it tells you more about that platform and who it caters to and the fact that they have fake russian accounts and fake black accounts retweeting this man all day it should tell you more about that we have to stop letting that be the fucking litmus test for who can win the fucking office every single candidate people have presented so far is flawed in some area but i would vote for literally all of them over trump all of them over trump so now let's just see who can win who can run the best candidate nitpick if you want to do it the boycott yeah. fucking I, I look don't. march on these niggas i don't give a fuck i Me i either legit don't give a fuck do everything the same as you did in 2016 i'm still showing up to vote for whoever the fuck i feel is best at the time and whoever's running against trump in 2020 because i'm not playing games with these motherfuckers and that's that's like biden gets by with these gaffes partially because everyone's just sniping at the next person on the docket you know what i mean so this is crazy oh my god um like so i can't even watch the debates no more i used to love watching the debates but i I can't watch them anymore no you never watched them i did i used to watch the debates all the time i can't watch them anymore not because i mean fucking candidates they are but these questions are literally just like twitter gotcha questions they're not real questions anymore right and 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 the thing is (laughs) yes twitter is real yes real life is real yes sometimes they cross don't get me wrong but I don't give a fuck about how popular you are on Twitter. Is this going to get me universal health care? Is this going to get my insurance rate lower? Is this going to get minimum wage higher? No. Yeah, well, the questions now, though, are like, they're not even issues questions sometimes. Like, it's literally like, you know, uh, the other day, you, uh, you know, like, it's something that someone saw, said on Twitter. Like, uh, you know, they found a clip of this person saying this from 1905 what what about that i'm like that really shouldn't be a fucking debate question because we know that person stands on this issue now so that's more of a twitter we gotcha type of thing you know it's like looking up old tweets we're talking about the job right now unless you can prove some sort of tie from that to this you know or they'll say something like you know people say that your health care plan uh does not make sense because uh it's not gonna do such and such and not ask you like instead of saying like, i'm gonna ask bernie why this health care plan don't make sense elizabeth warren how do you respond to bernie's health care plan because they want elizabeth warren to talk shit about bernie so then they could turn that clip in this it's it's just twitter shit it's it's so bad man yeah because like and like i said everything is a form of entertainment just the way the debates are set up our form of entertainment for the fact that they it's purposely done you got 45 people on the stage giving them 30 seconds apiece to rebut like it is designed to be entertainment it's actually not designed to educate it's actually not designed for me to actually hear people like that's the thing i I take this back i don't even i don't even mind us having to all these candidates the problem is that nobody is really giving us time to learn the candidates nobody's actually presenting these candidates in front of me where my mind can wrap around it everything is about gotcha 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 every everything is about every well, you won't find out from the debates right and that's there, my, there's and ways to find out and that's my thing if if i'm listening to the debates which a lot of people are listening to debates because they're not listening to this other shit yeah. happening so so for the mass amount of americans the debate is where they actually make most of their decisions and everybody knows this so 
when you have millions of people listening where they actually want to hear this nobody gives a fuck about the shit that they're bringing up how do you feel about real life shit not about the, the, the shit on the, twitter the thing is though with the number of, you're like you're right about that but it's also a function of the number of candidates correct like if anything um if trump trump's legacy to me is gonna be that he lowered the bar so far that you have people that have no fucking business even thinking they should go on that stage none being like well if trump could do it why the fuck not me right and that was one thing with the republican side is now a thing for both sides Mm -hmm. now anyone can just throw their hat in the ring because fuck it which is which is funny because i think a great ode to the legacy of obama is the fact that you have essentially two candidates after obama bernie who we knew didn't never had a chance Mm -mm. um and then hillary you know um and to me that's because he had the level of qualification and excellence to come after him for the democrats it was gonna have to be somebody with some real you know like you need to be no anybody yeah you had you had to have some fucking so background in this whether you appreciate uh, respect either one of their background you knew they at least have been around a long time and had background in this correct but after trump i mean you got people being like i'm a billionaire why not i mean that's that's essentially yeah. what a, a couple of these candidates yeah. literally said you ain't campaigned you ain't did shit but you just oh, fuck it. i'm rich why not you know that last dude that jumped in i forget his fucking name uh, no 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 offense to this man but whatever his name is like this nigga just hopped in for no reason nah not even steyer it's some black dude like from minnesota is his name uh not even bloomberg see look at y'all all of y'all saying it y'all talking about the billionaires dev yeah devide deval patrick that dude i mean he just hopped in because fuck it like who cares anymore like I, okay i'm in i'm hopping in tomorrow I, I y'all got the scoop i actually am running for president tomorrow i'm gonna uh i'm just gonna go ahead and take the day off to declare my presidency and see what see what maybe it's like the lotto now fuck it maybe i got a one in 30 chance of uh winning this shit and and that's scary because i'll look aside i don't know about y'all but i don't want a dumbass running our country right i mean you had it with the republicans i did i expected that because they hate obama and they uh overtly racist so they was like this nigger sullied the office we sh- any of us should be able to get in there okay i can understand that but the shit that's happened with the democrats this is them being like well fuck it if trump can fucking get but then, then anyone is qualified like at this point i'm surprised Oprah didn't run like why not shit she might have beat these people she probably would have i don't know she might have i would have loved to see uh the wokes talk about how capitalist and shit she was though that would have mm-hmm. been some good tweets um <laughs> all right uh what else do i want to talk about um i'll save this other article for another time okay um uh what was it about it was about uh what happens to your body when you over but ah. um, that's probably we've already talked about some long longer discussions okay we can do that so later. we'll do that one another time uh let's instead get into everybody's favorite new segment of the show black black capitalist y'all I I'll be getting to the money. Everybody, man. Think I'm getting too much money. Everybody, man. Same old nigga from the block. Same old nigga with the block. Same old. 
all right let's talk about these black capitalists because listen black capitalism will not save us all right <laughs> i'm sick of these black capitalists always out I'm here flaunting their money talking mm-hmm. about securing the bag Mm-mm. yes secure it secure the sack okay mm-hmm. put it on secure we- the bag zip it up and and put it in under your left titty wow this is gonna be a very hard segment to do with you interrupting yes it is deny guerrera who you guys may know as michonne from the walking dead or um what was her name in uh black panther um okoye Mm -hmm. and iman the model helped raise over two million dollars to end global poverty for care impact awards let's do it uh they took to the stage to help bring awareness to women in poverty across the globe this past thursday evening for the second annual care impact awards it never made sense to me the injustice that women and girls face just because we were born girls guerrero said in a speech she also explains that she always had a passion to end injustice for girls around the world and she found a way to contribute to that cause through storytelling as a storyteller i seek to reach strangers to inspire them to think to feel to cry to laugh and to hopefully take action care is taking action every day and deserves more applause than any playwright or actor yeah 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 this ain't nothing but a two million dollar charity write-off oh so y'all get a whole bunch of rich people in the room and y'all dress up and y'all have your fashions Mm -hmm. and you drink your expensive champagne and you snap all your little pictures on the red carpet on the runway stunting on all of the poor people out here yes sir it's just so y'all can get up here and be like oh let's pat ourselves on the back we helping out poor people with two million millionsly little dollars that nobody's gonna even know this is is helping and we just gonna write it off on our check uh, on our ta- on our taxes as charity i don't think so no mm-hmm. i want real sacrifice give up all your money to Guerrero, all of it no, or you are just see a damn capitalist i told you i'm a capitalist and y'all blacks keep thinking they're gonna save mm-hmm. us all that's why y'all stuck on the damn democratic plantation i sure am honey i'm gonna bend like mega the stallion knees i'm so i'm so sick of y'all Oh, you want to be sick then. Oh, uh, let's talk about another one of these black capitalists. <laughs> Tyler Perry helps an American couple stuck in Mexico with a $14,000 hospital bill. Woo! $14,000. Oh, just $14,000? Why couldn't you give them one of the wings of your studio? Hmm? What? What's was, wrong with you, sir? Why don't you just build a whole set of their dream cruise vacation mm-hmm. and let them stay on there this at the White this, House set this, on your this, on your property? This is why I don't know about listening listen to you and them other niggas on Twitter. Tyler Perry Studios ain't nothing but a cover for the white man. This ain't nothing but white supremacy and blackface, as far as I'm concerned. What? An Atlanta couple's dream cruise vacation turned into a complete no- nightmare when Tori Austin's fiance suffered a serious medical emergency on board the ship uh he was rushed to a private hospital in progreso mexico over a week ago in critical condition that condition after medics aboard a cruise ship diagnosing with pancreatitis diabetes and a kidney infection that required dialysis good god the hospital administrator said johnson was near death when he was checked into the hospital he suffered kidney failure and is currently undergoing dialysis after undergoing an endoscopy dialysis three days of intensive care and many other medical procedures johnson's medical bill was over fourteen thousand dollars which is cheap compared to america prices yeah uh like that's uh, sad but yeah 
like central medical americano like other private hospitals in mexico was as a policy requiring that all medical bills must be paid at the time of discharge because they don't have a system to bill patients after they've been released said the administrator wow the general the hospital generally helps patients figure out how to pay the bill through credit cards or money transfers if they don't have travel insurance the couple only learned of the policy on tuesday when they tried to leave the hospital to return home but they were informed they had to pay the bill first wow they created a gofundme page to raise the money needed to cover the cost and film mogul tyler perry saw a news report on a couple's dilemma and sent a payment to cover the bill which by then was over sixteen thousand dollars he also offered to cover the couple's travel expenses to return to atlanta after the hospital says johnson is healthy enough to leave wow this capitalist swine you know this pig ain't gonna do nothing but write this shit off on his taxes if he ain't help nobody don't get out of here with that beat how about you free all the slaves then Mm-mm. tyler perry if you so good why don't you just give up your studio and let other people film all your movies mm? no I, no. if, if I was in the hospital no. and tyler perry Mm-mm. said here's no. some money to help you get back to I'm america i'm taking it i would have said first of all i said thank you Medea. i don't want no money from a nigga that had to put on a dress nope and mock black women as a mammy and, and you know what i'll I say no thank you i will pop you in the face and say thank you miss Medea. wow see this that capital see the capitalism mm-hmm. has got you all i bet like, he don't know what he talking about y'all excuse ad- him the drugs is getting him high y'all addicted to this money i don't know what's wrong with y'all blacks but y'all need to let it go okay this money ain't gonna save you okay black capitalism will not get us free i'm not being stranded in mexico over your morals these people should still be in mexico stranded as far as i'm concerned rather than take tyler perry money Mm -mm. Mm -mm. if i can't get it by the proletariat then it ain't happening i don't care how that money comes in i don't care if it comes covered in glitter if it comes on the end of a rainbow i don't give a fuck Deezus and Mero Showtime renews the first ever late night talk show for season two. Yay! Now I'm a big fan of Deezus and Mero. I have been hilarious. I watch the show religiously. I record it, and I, you know, every week they two times a week they just bring so much joy to my life. <sighs> they funny. But now that I know they're getting paid, fuck Deezus and Mero. Nope. Okay, two capitalists. Mm-hmm corporatist slime over there working for the showtime slave master they my inspiration no thanks coons okay Mm. i don't want your money Mm -mm. nope i'll keep it it too real you better shut the hell up because if they come with a deal that's good enough i'm inking it i would say absolutely not you keep your slow showtime slavery dollars you think i'm supposed to showtime well, i guess it's gonna be the black girl that tips because honey mm-mm. i'm not doing no showtime shucking and jiving I for am. the white masses i am i'm gonna be like doo, 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 doo. over here securing the you bag. want me to do the two-step sir so sick of these blacks out you here you want me to start with my left foot and my right foot out here securing the bag how high you want me to drop massa secure more like securing the slave chains that's what i see Mm-mm. uh-huh another season of buck dancing is that what we gonna be doing uh, honey i'll be a bucking and dancing again well i absolutely i used to support y'all till y'all sold out i now still support you don't you believe this nigga sick of these black capitalists it's power to the people over here Mm-mm. power to you be broke forever then no wow wow i see how it is karen mm-hmm. i see how it is wow i really thought you was 
down for the cause i see now you just another one i am not down for that cause Mm. i'm just another one of them capitalist swines you buy yes i am wow all right that's 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 all the black capitalists for today i mean i have more i could be more of these capitalists i could be canceling right now but i'm gonna go ahead and chill and save some for another day but the cap the cancel is coming no any of you blacks making even a cent more than i make per day per living for for a year all of y'all some some capitalist swine okay you better hope i get a raise or you lose some money because if not i'm writing your ass off okay sick of you blacks out here making deals with the white man at the white man's table i sure am eating the white man's scraps yes i am did you make sure that showtime uh freed all the people that work on their productions overseas i bet not see the table my ass somebody actually hit me um with a direct message on facebook today and said do you really love capitalism like this <laughs> that's funny i'm like what the fuck man <laughs> you don't understand these jokes these is jokes some of these jokes is jokes man you gotta these is jokes but i said i said listen man do you uh know me because they didn't know me i had to accept the message because i said do we know each other it's like no i just follow you on twitter and on facebook i said do you listen to my podcast no i'm like okay i'm not gonna be mean to the person i'm not i'm saying well, let me let me tell you something i'm making jokes you should check out the podcast because it relates back to that it was a white person too i said but and i hate explaining my joke on the show but i'm going to uh i'm like it's the system of capitalism is clearly horrible yes it is it's inherently bad it needs people on the bottom and it manufactures people on the bottom and it assigns virtue to people on the top it's terrible that being said individual people calling them capitalists because you don't like them is ridiculous yes it is and it's not bringing about change it's about finding another way to vent your personal uh dislike and distaste for someone into a cause that is not what you really mean <laughs> correct you don't even mean that's like how everybody became prison abolitionists because they want to spike kamala harris but then when you start asking them about prison abolition actual ideas and shit they start they start coming up a little bit shorter they start you know they get a little quieter when it's amber geiger and dylan roof they get a little quiet because you know you know you can't really make that case because you don't really believe that shit you know and this is kind of thing with the capitalism thing you can't be secure to bag rihanna and jay-z want capitalism won't save you motherfuckers you can't be six million dollars when b B and j raise it ain't shit but two million dollars when deny guerrero raises it is gonna save the world like it's fucking stupid now that being said i will continue to make this joke until i'm tired of it (laughs) so you're tired of laughing because it's funny to me and every week i'm gonna be back over here talking about how black capitalists ain't shit until y'all understand how fucking dumb that is or until you're laughing at it like i do because it's funny 
<laughs> all right now let's get to uh let's do some guest race now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read the play news arguments from all over the globe we ask our contestants to guess the race and of course everybody playing is a damn racist all right let's get into uh the first article uh operator of an illegal wyoming daycare accused of being intoxicated parents of nine children are looking for a new child care provider after theirs 42 year old julie grotecki grotecki grotek i don't know how you pronounce this grotek is what i'm gonna go with g-r-o-t-e-k-e was arraigned on nine counts of child endangerment the investigation began with a 911 call october 24th she's passed out on the couch said a 911 caller she breathing but we can't wake her up this is the scene playing out on a 911 call three weeks ago inside a home in wyoming the woman on the 911 call arrived at the home in the afternoon to pick up her grandchild from daycare i'm here another parent is here then there's lots of kids here the caller said uh grotech pleaded not guilty in court friday she was unconscious uh, on the couch oh wait now the article just went back to the top of the page oh because uh it's time for an ad about megatron <laughs> thank you um yeah uh <laughs> um yeah she was passed out on the couch um the she had uh she's not able to take care for the children when they took her to the hospitals obviously she was intoxicated the prosecutor went on to say Grotech was operating an unlicensed daycare with nine children in her home while she was passed out drunk paramedic paramedics brought her to the hospital while where she recorded a three point no point three two eight blood blood alcohol content which is uh four times the legal limit good god her she was smashed her mailman says she's always very nice offering him iced tea and never appearing to be under the influence maybe she had a bad day i don't know uh maybe you know something's in the iced tea you just never had it right it's actually long allen iced tea sir you should have took a sip uh uh ohio jobs and family services coke, coke actually gives it that tea color ohio jobs and family services though before she I, I was had a, to learn that okay before she was illegally operating the daycare the state requires licensing if a provider <laughs> is caring for more than six children at a time even if some of the children are their own um so yeah she pleaded not guilty to all charges and the judge applied a five thousand dollar bail to each of the nine counts of child endangerment she did post bail and is out of jail awaiting her december trial date karen guess the race white karen's going with white for the drunk babysitter uh let's see what they say in the chat here grow tech hockey playing white uh sick of these damn kids so i'm gonna fucking drink white wyoming equals white unlicensed daycare with nine kids sounds black but this is wyoming so automatic free space wyoming white she had no she had bell money white miss crab apple crab apple white and white the correct answer is you guys all got it she was white he was 
you know how fucking two through you gotta be two through to be laying on the couch passed out with a house full of kids. kids house full i don't know them kids i done burned your fucking house down i know them kids getting on her nerves Ooh, she was she she got drunk to drown them out yeah did that picture show up yet yes okay wow her. yep she's a white lady uh let's see here um uh a 66 year old woman uh nashville woman confesses to shooting two including her sister oh shit yeah everybody catching the bullet apparently just in time for thanksgiving i guess she'll be going to friendsgiving in prison this year <laughs> um uh, sorry waiting on the article oh it was in okay so a natural woman admitted to shooting two other women including her sister in franklin kentucky on friday paula cashman 66 was charged with attempted murder first degree assault first degree wanton endangerment and receiving a stolen firearm according to simpson county kentucky bond decision obtained by fox 17 you got a bunch of first degrees so this ain't good during her confession cashman told police she intended to shoot a 29 year old victim but accidentally shot her sister who police described as an older woman cashman admitted to firing three rounds with a single action revolver she told police she drove up from to franklin from nashville after her sister called her stating she was in an argument with the other victim franklin police responded to the disturbance so she went up to solve an argument and shot the wrong person <laughs> they responded to the disturbance with a handgun was poorly pulled on a female um they made contact with cashman who was in the driveway of the residence she told police she had shot two females inside the residence and handed a small silver gun to an officer police secured the weapon and cashman was detained while clearing the residence officers found cashman's sister sitting on the kitchen floor with an apparent gunshot wound to the stomach area the other victim came down the hallway and told vic the police she had been shot multiple times the 29 year old said cashman shot her after entering the residence the, a three-year-old child was inside the residence at the time of the shooting police also found an in-girl, indoor grow of marijuana after executing a sex a search warrant both victims were transported uh to the hospital to treat gunshot wounds karen guess the race white okay karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what they believe hatsfields beefing with the mccoys white or shot money i don't know what that means uh stayed stayed around till the police came and then was able to hand the gun over to the cops without getting shot dead white white nonsense white white meth mike white somewhere there's a trifling man responsible for it all white and wizzy white cock that son bitch sideways white correct answer is and everyone said the same thing you got it right she was white man 66 that is too old to be doing that kind of shit too old like 66 man if, my, if you call me from another state talking about i'm in a, i'm getting in a fight can you bring your gun no, no. i'm not crossing state lines to kill some people that becomes a federal crime now man you gonna have to kill that person yourself or something like and not and you did come up i mean i don't know why she thought this made it better but she's like i came up here to shoot the other person not my sister okay but it's, you still shot that's a crime you I don't still know. shot your sister and another person you gotta be charged for both maybe i've just watched too much law and order but i believe that is also a crime <laughs> come on all right bonus round 
That's right, double the points, double the race, and the bonus round to guess the race. So far, Karen is two for two, but can she go three for three? Fingers crossed. We'll see, guys. Um, before I read this story, have you already read about the 82-year-old bodybuilder that took down a home intruder? I think I've seen something about okay, it. Okay, all right. I just don't want to waste one. Um, let's see. How about this one, guys? Um a louisiana mother arrested after let wait actually no no we'll do this one um go back all right here we go police a woman pushed down a 76 year old uh grandfather and abducted his granddaughter because their vibe was off a lot of old people abuse today what's happening old people out here asking for it okay boomers now y'all got it thought you wanted that smoke huh greatest generation take these greatest hands a woman is behind bars after allegedly pushing down a 76 year old man and abducting his four-year-old granddaughter in maryland on monday montgomery county police say the grandfather was walking and holding hands with his granddaughter on the sidewalk in bethesda when an unknown woman came up from behind and violently shoved the grandfather down to the ground the woman then forcibly took the granddaughter into a nearby store according to police afterwards the badly injured grandfather began calling out for his granddaughter and called 911 witnesses told arriving officers that a woman grabbed the child and took her to a store police went to the store and found the woman identified as 39 year old yashika terry uh hiding the little girl behind some clothing racks (gasps) officers were able to arrest her and safely remove the child from the store the store employees told police that terry had yelled and, and threatened them when officers spoke to terry she told them she felt the vibe between the male and the child was off you ever just be someone you get that bad vibe it's like i'm gonna push this old person down take their kid me neither uh the grandfather was taken to a hospital with a serious but non-life-threatening oh yeah 76 oh that's a hip baby (laughs) come on something broke something broke police say the child was not hurt and returned to her parents terry is being held without bond on several kidnapping abduction and assault charges uh yeah walking out the street with his grandbaby four karen they were having a good time till you showed up i know uh karen guess the race of yashika terry black it's people to do that around here it's this old man around here who walk around with his grandson his i know i pushed him down the other day and took the baby because i it ain't feel right karen i said no mm, what the hell's wrong with you i don't know about this one sir uh let's see black middle eastern fatal attraction shit black black yashika is black as fuck iyanla damn can't <laughs> oh man all right got a lot of a lot of black bitch done broke my hip black a tyler perry extra the correct Aww. answer is black <laughs> and uh i think one person actually said uh middle eastern you got it wrong uh the booze will play in a couple hours on spotify (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah that's her so did it show up Mm-mm. oh shit okay give it a second you're not even on the screen now okay you're back all right it should show up in a second then oh yeah she uh she pushed that old man down man mm-hmm. i know that was the scariest time of that four-year-old girl's life right you was some fucking stranger and did she hide you underneath the clothes and shit like that's my granddaddy he's been giving me some ice cream i know we just got we're just going to the movies what if it's like the end of thriller where she was like they gave the little girl back to the granddaddy and then he turned around his eyes turned yellow it's like Vincent ah, Price started laughing and shit I hope not he did have a bad vibe y'all Mm-mm. that's not the granddaddy he's crazy No, my vibe is never off about people either but i also never got a vibe a strange vibe just like that in public about a stranger i don't think i would act on that yeah i don't think i would act on that (laughs) my grandfather senses tingling get off your little little girl you coming with me a stranger you'd be better off (laughs) tulsa oklahoma uh county sheriff's office says diamond brit will now face murder charges after the victim he's accused of attacking with a sword died from his injuries oh brit has been in custody since last week when he attacked gary brit today the victim died from his injuries turning into a murder case on september 17th deputies responded to a call of an assault complaint where the caller claimed the victim was attacked with a sword when deputies arrived with the assistance of henrietta police department as well as duar police department they took diamond brit into custody he was originally facing charge of assault with a deadly weapon well now he'll be facing a actual murder charge because mm-hmm. that's what happens sometimes you try to kill somebody you don't kill them right away and so then they die a few days later in, in, in the, um in the hospital or whatever and them charges you know that that sword ratchetness charge hop up to a murder charge dog and sound like you killed a family member because they had the same life you're going thing. to jail uh, uh, uh. Yeah. so good good luck diamond good luck to you all sound like that was a diamond in the rough <laughs> all right y'all that's it until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.